Hello, my people. <laughs> Hello, beautiful African lady ambassadors. I hope that we're all doing really well. I hope that um, the previous courses have been a fine blend of your best drinks and delicacies. You know, I hope we have served you so far a lovely three course meal combination of, you know, the soul train episodes, the discovery sheets and the ebook for world-class women. Uh, yeah. And then of course, an additional, you know, course for your Friday goodness. <laughs> I just hope, I hope that the, um, importantly, the interactive rooms have been very helpful for you. So please make sure that you feel free to reach out, to interact, to network, make partnerships, because this is how future alliances are formed. So please don't stay in your own small corner, you know, and be spying. <laughs> don't be a James Bond here. Okay. I also hope, you know, that the last two weeks have been for you a fine layering upon layering. And, you know, like I like to say that it is important that we start from the foundation. With self-discovery, self-discovery is a foundation course anyways for personal development. But it's very important that we put a lot of time and attention and investment into the foundation. Because I know that some, you know, might be eager to take on life and get all of the juice but please i beg of you i ask be patient don't be in such a hurry to have a complete house be patient enough also to invest in the structure patience is um that sh that patience is a show of wisdom and do you know that you know it's better for you not to even attempt building any foundation at all than for you to build a shabby foundation because a time must come surely when that foundation will be tried by the element and is certainly bound to fail because it was poorly constructed. But you see, the person who was patient and, you know, kept digging into his foundation whilst, you know, you kept going up, 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 you know, when the person's foundation and building might have been completed, yours might have failed. And, you know, he, he'll be living in his while, you know, the, the one who did a rush job will have to begin the process of, of designing and rebuilding. Okay. So, and that's if the motivation and discouragement doesn't gain an, you know, gain an upper hand. You know um so please the one who builds a solid foundation can even decide to go on to add more layers and layers upon the structure depends on how well the foundation was built and it's just a common principle of life it's not how far but how well how truly well the race is not to the swift the battle is not to the strong but wisdom knowledge tact will surely get you everywhere so please eh, let's be equipped with all the requisite knowledge that we need to excel and flourish all right, so um, I know I like to begin with the prologue so that I can prep the table for the dinner that is to be set. So enough said, let's set dinner, okay? On the menu today, we have a topic that, you know, I love so much. It's, it's a personal topic. It's personal to everybody, but I love it so much. And I'll try to do justice within, you know, this short time. Well, let's see. Um, there's grace for that. We will be talking about values, right? What I title value discovery. What are your values? When you hear the term values, what comes to mind when you hear the term? Let's start with the term value. Value. What comes to mind? I'm guessing it would be worth, price. You know, when you say what is the value of a thing, then automatically you say what is the worth of that thing? What's the price of that thing? Though values is a different terminology from value, but they are not very far apart. So I would say that your values are a totality of your worth. Your values. Value is the worth of a thing. 
and your values are the totality of your worth. I see values as your definition, as what defines you as a person, what makes you you. Your values are your choices, the reasons and motivations behind your decisions. They are the motives behind your actions and your reasonings in all areas of your life. Your values are basically the informants of your decision making. All right? They are the reasons you decide to do the things that you do. Your values are your subconscious reasoning. And when you get to know them, then they make up your conscious reasoning, right? So, okay, let me break it here. Have you ever wondered what the real reason behind your decision-making is? Why, for example, you'd rather choose hard work over stealing? Or why you'd rather, you know, why some people rather cheat during exams than study to pass? <laughs> okay, why? What's the, what's the, what's the decision? What's the, what's the reason behind that decision? Have you ever wondered why, you know, there are two ladies. One is hungry and she's desperate, but she'd rather hit the streets begging for a job. And by that, I mean any kind of honest odd job. She'd rather beg while another lady will hit the same street and she's literally begging for money than for a job. The difference is in their values, okay? Your values are your subconscious reasoning. They can come from whatever it is, but they're subconscious reasoning. And when you get to know them, they make up your conscious reasoning. They are the real reasons behind your decision-making. They come from your mindset, maybe environment, family, past encounters, whatever it is. Okay. So for example, um, with values, I have to give a lot of example to paint the picture. Um, so for example, the school where my daughter, you know, where my kids go to attend just closed down during the you know, the season, um, after about a decade of its existence. And it wasn't because of funds. Matter of fact, after the school closed down, the parents were refunded. We were refunded a prorated amount of fees that we had paid for, you know, the incomplete session. So why did it close down? We were refunded our pity and all of that. I, I have known and related with the owner of the school for a while. So she, she called me to tell me the story. And what was it? We all knew her husband was out of town. Her husband was, you know, her husband is her rock. Everybody knows her husband. Her husband, her kids, you know, she's never really had a house help. Even when they were out of the country, it's just been her, you know. She's a family, family, tight family. She, she homeschooled her kids till a certain age before, you know, he started attending school and she decided to, to have a school of her own. And then her husband was re, um, you know, his work took him out of Lagos and he'd been there for... A couple of months not even up to a year a couple of months and then she just decided that man it, it seemed like his job was going to be there for a long time and then um, she just couldn't do it again she had to stay with her husband and i was speaking to her i was like ah, but you must surely have a structure you must you know she's like oh well unfortunately well her leadership style she didn't build that school in a way where you know you can function without her but man she had to go stay with her husband that's values is what's important for her family husband marriage that's her values that's the vision she has seen nothing is separating her from him even if it meant packing up a big school with a swimming pool with a good play field you know a good school with teachers she packed it up values so your values are your guiding principles that are actually supposed to help you navigate life and arrive at a desired destination Whoa, well that's so good i'll take it again your values are your guiding principles that are actually supposed to help you navigate life and arrive 
at a desired destination. And take note of the word desired. Okay, I believe that everyone has intrinsic set of values. Everyone has intrinsic set of values that define their existence. And if anyone loses their sense of values, then it means that they have in turn lost their identity. And, you know, they become lost in the vast sea of life, which is, which is a problem. It's an unfortunate situation because you can't float through life. No, you shouldn't float through life. You can't wade through life and you can't be religiously saying, oh Lord, anyhow, anyhow, how you want to just carry me, they go, Baba, carry me. No, no, no. We thank God for mercies, but you must have a desired end. Even the Bible says that your expectations shall not be cut short. So you must have an expectation. And that's what is expected of you by the universe, by God, whom is your own maker. And in order to get to that desired expectation, you must have a strong value system that importantly you have identified, right? Because a person who doesn't live by a set of values, you know, is quite an unfortunate person who is prone to a lot of chances and errors, okay? A lot of errors. Have you seen people who live by whatever life brings their way? You know what? There are people who are like that. There are people who don't have strong sense of values. Ladies who are yet to identify their values. And let me tell you what happens with such a people. For such a person, right? Such a lady is, one, double-minded. Two, she's poor at making decisions, right? Three, she's mainly unstable and uncertain. And this is mainly because she doesn't have a concrete goal for her life. Or she simply hasn't developed an internalized personal system that can help her to achieve her goals. And that's what values are. Your conscious conscious reasoning, right? Four, such a lady mostly lives a life of validation. What they say I am is who I am. That kind of person, you know, you go with the flow. What they say I am is who I am. Such a person, number five, is a person who is a person who is unaware of her values or disconnected with her values, ends up making choices out of impulse. Such a lady is an impulsive person. The person makes choices out of impulse. Number six, person instant gratification. There's because there's no picture of the future and there are no guiding principles, you know, to take you where you are going. Then everything is about immediate gratification, instant gratification, rather than choices based on solid reasoning. Okay. Responsible for decision making. So, um, instant gratification is one of them. And you know, lastly, such a person is a people pleaser and a herd mentality person. The, if you cannot beat them, join them syndrome kind of people, you know, no, if you have strong set of values, they keep you from conforming. Okay. And that's why we say conforming is a, is a virtue, is a value of, you know, is, um, is a virtue of an African lady. You want to be an ambassador here. You know, you can't be, you have to be a non-conformist. Your values make you stand out with authenticity and truth. And that's how you set out to be a standard. That's how you become the standard. Um, I remember a lady in school very many years ago, you know, I mean, I remember her telling me that in six months she had had about five boyfriends. Like this is, I could not understand it then, but she was crying that, oh boys, you know, this man has come thing. She was crying so heartbroken and, you know, and giving me the men as come-ish and that all she wants is just a real boyfriend and a real... And I asked her, why do you want a boyfriend? And she was looking at me. I said, okay, what? Do you want to get married soon? She replied with a big no. So why do you want a boyfriend right now? And she was looking at me as though, you know, 
are you okay like why do you not have a boyfriend am i not old enough to have a boyfriend that was the response so you're having a boyfriend just because you're old enough is that all that's all you see our worlds couldn't meet there because at a very early age i had defined you know when i was going to be in a relationship and what it was going to be for so i was i defined what type of relationship it should be how you know i'd, I'd had definitions so our worlds couldn't meet there you know, and here was someone who was gambling with different guys who came away for no reason just because she was an adult. So when you keep making uninformed decisions and repeated mistakes in certain areas of your life, it is because you most likely have not created a set of principles, which are your values, that should, um, that should guide that area of your life. Because as individuals, we are wired to experience greater fulfillment when we live by our values. When we honor our personal core values consistently, we experience fulfillment. And when we don't honor our values, our mental, emotional, and physical state suffers. Okay? Should I take that again? When we honor our personal core values consistently, we experience fulfillment. Okay? And we're prone to lesser mistakes. And when we don't honor our values, our mental, our emotional, and our physical state just suffers. And you see, let me tell you a truth that I've also noticed. I noticed that when you honor your values, you, like I said, you make less mistakes in your journey of life. And you can take this to the bank. I'm pretty sure of what I'm saying. I have told this story on my blog post, you know. The link will be attached in the discovery kit for you. I identified my values early on as a teenager. And that's at the point I didn't even know that it was titled as values. I didn't know. You know, for me, they were just set of rules that govern most aspects of my life. They gave me a sense of purpose, they gave me a sense of direction, right? I was, I was not, a, I couldn't conform. As a 17 year old, in my first year in university, I was faced with a lot of pressures, mostly because um, I was the youngest in the room. And believe me, when I say a lot of pressures, I mean so much pressure that even I faced throughout my university because in every room that I stayed, I was the youngest. And for the first time in my life as a 17-year-old, far away from home in Edo State, I had to bring my values from my subconscious realm to my conscious realm. I had to write them down. And you see, and when I tell the story, people are like, what? Because I wrote them out in the most brazen way. I wrote them out on my wall. It was a bold statement. It was for me, but also it was a bold statement to everyone who came into the room. And when people saw it, you know, it was either they fell in love with me outrightly or they didn't. And that was fine because it helped me see people straight. You know, it was embarrassing to my roommates. They grumbled about it to my hearing. But you see, they couldn't confront me because it was my corner. <laughs> and guess what? It was also a statement to them too. Because they were placing me under a lot of pressure for different things, for relationships, for sex, for whatever it was. You know, so there was no need for the back and forth that we had been having about, you know, am I your mates? <laughs> when I talk back, am I your mate? You have no respect. Are we mates? There was no need for that pressure. No need for pressure about relationships. No need for pressure about who to be friends with. About, you know, there was no need. Most of the aspects of my life were covered there on my wall, including sex. Oh, yeah. That's why they were there. <laughs> and I'm not saying you should do this. Please, don't do this. Maybe if I'm giving a chance again, I might not do it. But I might. I don't know. Depends on... Because it was so, so, so crazy. It was pretty brazen of me. It was crazy. But then, so was the pressure in Ekuma, which was the school I attend. The craziness needed a match. And that's exactly how I matched it. That's what came to mind to do. Okay, and I'll share a few that I wrote then. So I wrote, number one, 
Maturity does not come with age, but it comes with acceptance of responsibility. That made me a very mature young lady. The other one about age, it came from the Bible. It came from Timothy. When Paul said to him, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but be an example of a believer in your life, in your conduct. I wrote that one out too. Also, I wrote in capital letters, others may, but I will not. Right? I wrote that. I wrote another one. I said, um, if you cannot beat them, don't join them. Set a standard for them. You know, I wrote, um, my friends do not choose me. I choose my friends. <laughs> you know, so I wrote things like that. Even more, I remember writing, um, better a dry house, better a dry house with peace and quiet than a house full of fisting with strife. It's something I got from book of Proverbs right then. And this was, I wrote this in respect to the kind of home that I preferred to live in. You know, for me, peace was very important. There were more, but I'll stop here. It's important for me to mention that, you know, these things were not actually a statement for them. Even though, of course, that's what it, that's the effect it had in the long run when I was, but when I was writing, no, it was to reinforce my belief in the kind of life that I wanted to live, live and the kind of choices that I preferred. And at that age, I really didn't know much about values. I didn't call them values. I just called them my guiding principles. But many years later, when I was, I was, you know, I'll get to find out about values, you know, and I was looking at the path of my life, I realized that I had a strong set of values going for me. Values that I actually written down years ago that still controlled the paths of my life. And they were so strong because, hey, I remember them. I'm telling them to you from off the top of my head. And this is very, this is almost two decades ago. But that's because I woke up to them every single day. And that's the reason they tell you to write a vision. Write a vision, right? Because writing is powerful. And I, I, I've heard people say to me from time to time, you know, including members of my family say, MJ, oh, you've just been lucky with your life. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't think I've been lucky. I think we have a fair God. But truly, I just think that I have lived by certain standards and certain core values that have helped me make decisions and that have led me here. And I say that with all sense of humility that have led me to the place where I am. You know, I understand that there's a path of grace, but see, my dear ladies, Free will is also <laughs> one of the values of God. Let me put it that way. He's a respecter of our choices. He never imposes his will on anyone. No. Okay, he can guide you, stare you, nudge you, but never impose. And I'm not saying that my life is perfect. I'm not saying that I'm the rich, I have crazy money, no, and that I've done everything right in my life. No. I will say that, I will say that Yes, I have, made, I have made mistakes in my life, but they have been pretty few, okay? They are not mistakes that would alter, completely alter the course of my life, especially when it has to do with, you know, social aspects of my life. No, they are, they are not life-altering mistakes, okay? So listen, um, let, me, let me give you another instance. Like I said, values, there's so many instances, just to paint the right picture. Um, I have a small, tight circle of friends and by small and tight, I mean pretty small and tight. And, you know, I was thinking about it not too long ago. I realized that, you know, regardless of my sanguine nature and my friendly personality, because I'm pretty friendly, still, I don't open up my circle to a lot of people, right? And it's only now that I'm trying to be deliberate about it, learning to embrace people and bring them in, especially people who want to, 
you know, be a part of my life. Because you see, our lives are in seasons. Our values also can be reviewed, right? So now that I have loosened up though, <laughs> I'm in constant fear. I'm praying that, oh God, I don't want to fall into errors and mistakes. <laughs> but that's because of my own wiring. Because I've had, a, I have strong, a core value that says, People do not choose me. I choose them. <laughs> but now I'm learning to, you know, MJ, I, w- I want to be a part of it. I want, and, and I let them in. Right? Don't get me wrong. Not everyone is called to have the same set of values. No. So my own cannot be a yardstick for yours. No. For some people, they see life as an adventure. And if you restrict them, you just be offending their souls. Okay? So you have to find what works for you and go by it. Absolutely. Go by it. So let's keep it moving. Um, now, I, I hope this has given you like, you know, a, you know, an absolute sense of what values are, right? Then the next thing would be, how do you know your values? And how do you identify your values, right? How do you identify what values is right for you? So there are different types of values. And <laughs> man, it's a very, very long list, tons of values different excellence you know different but you see i just i would like to apply because these values affect different aspects of your life you know every aspect every tiny area of your life from your work to your relationship with your friends your family religious orientation to your emotional relationships with your boyfriends or your spouse and significant order or other or to parenting your kids and your marriage you know values just and whether you know it or not, they all apply. Your values affect every single area of your life. And if you want to ride on the wings of purpose, if you want to live intentionally, a good place to start will be by knowing the different aspects of, of your lives and, of course, of the values that apply then. Huh? Okay? So that's how we can move on to identifying and creating those values because there are quite many. So it's best to just group them group them so that's what i did i grouped them into different um i grouped the different types of values into different aspects of your life so what are the aspects the first one that pertains to everyone is personal value it's called person pvs your personal value system and what's your personal value system for me it's your it's your choices about your personal worth your personal worth okay i shared a few of mine earlier about the choices that have to do with my personal life for some, like I said, it's adventure. For others, it's, you know, courage, making friends, being in, for others, it's relationship. I mean, relationships in a bigger sense. So whatever your values are, they should be intentional because the key reasons here is to minimizing mistakes and errors. So what are your personal values? Okay. When you identify right personal values, that's one aspect of your life. Then you can do a long list of values under it. Number two, family family values right number three um i'll just call out the aspects um number three there is the education or school academic values as a student how much value do you place on education i mentioned family values of course obviously how much do you place on family so how much how you know how much value do you place on education and what value system have you built in place to guide you to achieving your academic goal or your academic goals and if it isn't clear if you, if you don't identify this, you can easily give in to distraction and your grades will suffer. But if you have identified what is important to you, when the distraction comes in any form, there will be strong opposition and resistance just by reason of your value system. Okay, it will, it will rise up against that distraction 
okay you can't you can't be partying and while while there's exam and all of that and go and be and be looking for um uh, what we call chukuli back in the day <laughs> looking for expo up and down then the work on professional values as well what is popularly known as your personal your personal work ethic right that's what they call it the ethics of your work you know your own personal work ethics there are some people that have pledged hard work wherever they are hard work for some people it's depending on the organization you know when they go there they look around and then they know whether to give their all for some people regardless of where they are they're hard workers for some it's commitment commitment they're just committed for some is loyalty they have loyalty as their work values for some others it's excellence for some it's timeliness okay <laughs> as funny as this may sound for some it's um, their parents that matters most so they pay more more you know <laughs> more attention to how they look going to work than to you know their output okay so um just different work values identify what matters to you your national values there's the aspect of your life that what are your national values you know identify them their moral and spiritual values okay i'll break them down later but these are the major aspects you know i group them into these major six of them aspects of your life you know and all the values let all the values fall under so how do you identify yours um there's there are intrinsic values like i said earlier intrinsic values which make up your core values and there are also external values which make up you know the other values you know that are external and subject to the seasons of your life okay intrinsic values you know which make up your core values and then the other ones are external values you know which are kind of like subject to the seasons of your life they are the values that you can create with your goals you know goals that you need to achieve at different points in your life so let's take your in- intrinsic values okay um i'll start by taking the core aspects if i were you take the core aspects of, of my life you know by like your family values your personal values you know when it comes to these aspects you ask yourself what are the untradeables yes that's my english <laughs> what are the things that you cannot trade off the things that you hold sacrosanct to you those things that are dear to you and it could be your idea about uh, money saving spending you know it could be your significant relationships you know with the people that you let into your life and how you let them you know how you make friends it could be you know it could be anything right and for your family what are the principles that surround your family life is it a ride or die affair you know is it loyalty regardless of, of what you know come what may i've seen friends literally friends come between siblings friends come between two sisters and yes i know where things happen you know but still your values will will aid your reaction you know i've seen a sister join with friends to fight another sister on social media i've seen blood brothers fight i'm sure you all have seen this as well i've seen husband fight wife and hurl insults it's all coming from your from your values when you have intrinsic values about respect when you even though you have issues with someone you loved and let's say that you know the love could not hold anymore but still there's going to be respect no public trash talking no trolling or whatever if you hold loyalty and respect as one of the core values of your family even if you have a big fight with your parents or siblings no one else is allowed even in that moment that hits moment of hit to insult them no one they dare not try it i mean you may be very angry with your mom or your dad or that sibling 
But even in that instant, you will be ready to fight anyone that dares to disrespect them. Even if that person was supporting you. Okay? But see, that's not the way it works for everyone. It's your values. It's your core values. It's what is what is guiding that, that area of your life. And like I've said, values can be formed from different places or situations. You know, things that have happened um, you know, in your growing up, in your past, how you were raised, your environment, your school, maybe role models, friends, you know, they could be formed from your religion, but still it's your values and you've got to trace it and identify it. So ask yourself, what are the untradeables here? And like I said, it's my coinage, <laughs> but what are the, un- what are the things you can't trade off? Okay. Um, what are the things I can't trade off concerning education, religion, family, my personal space, the nation. What are the things that, you know, I can't trade off. As a Nigerian, I can't be caught spoiling the good image of the country abroad. In fact, even in Nigeria, I can't be caught throwing dirt from my car or on the road and in the drainages. Never. As a matter of fact, I'm committed to teaching, creating teaching moments. When I am driving, you know, I, I tell someone who's just driving and then once we get in the same space, I said, this thing you are driving is not your leaders. It's not Buhari that cost you to. And many times they get the message, you know, I create teaching moments on the road for the little boy whom I saw throwing an empty sachet of water where I went to buy some nasty, pick it up. And I told him about flooding, you know, just a one to two minute interaction. It's the same thing. When I travel, my mindset is actually to represent Nigeria abroad. You know, so I comport myself so good. I dress well. I look fly. I talk fly. Recently, I was talking to my friend in Germany and he was telling me of how Nigerians fight on the streets in Malaysia, in Italy, you know, even in Germany. So shameful. Even in the UK, we see the videos all around. And I'm like, wow, such a shame. When I, you know, when I travel anywhere, it's a mindset. You know, it's a value for me. When I'm in interaction and with, with people and they ask me, oh, where are you from? I say, I'm from Nigeria. They're like, wow, you're so different. And I've gotten that before. There's a story of Tom, Tom whom I met in Dubai. I traveled with a few of my friends, you know, and we got into this cab. We ordered an Uber, you know, and when we got in, the driver started interacting with us. And we said, we're Nigerians. They said, no, it's not possible. We said, why? We're Nigerians. They said, it's not possible. Nigerians are loud. You'd have come into this car saying, how far now? And he knew all the slangs. Said, once the Nigerian sees me, that, you know, is a black guy, they just assume I'm Nigerian. I think I kind of like look Yoruba. And he's Kenyan. And he was telling us, he said, okay, maybe you are from Abuja. Because the Abuja ones act different from the Lagos. He said, I live in Lagos. He said, no, you guys are so different. And that's because my friends share similar values. Even without telling it, we are ambassadors. We are on a mission to change the way Nigerians are perceived. And that's one of the spaces from where Tala was born. Okay? Uh, and maybe I should just talk about Tala as an organization. You know, we have our vision. Every organization has their visions well spelled out. And we have our values here. They include virtue, which is a very encompassing word that covers the sub- um, subject of um, good behavior and morality. Dignity. Okay? So Tala, our core virtues are centered around those principles that govern virtue integrity by that we mean integrity of words and of actions integrity of emotions integrity with money there's there's character you know compassion excellence excellence which is one of the core things that is lacking in africa and in nigeria particularly where things are done shabbily 
And when I hear of a building collapse, my heart breaks. You know, cutting corners is a sign of lack of excellence too. Just wuru-wuru to the top, like we say. So here we are committing to applying excellence in all our endeavors. And this course was put together, can't see how excellently it was put together for you at this level? And that should be an example for you to follow as well. So see, excellence is another course for level two of this program. Okay, and the last part of this course would be um, how to create the right values for your life. How do, how do you create the right values? Having identified them using those six, uh, six aspects, you know, how do you create the right values? Because I hear this question. I, how do I create the right values for my life? And when I get that question, I typically ask, what direction do you want your life to go? And it doesn't have to be um, a, a vision of the future. No, you can begin with your small goals. Small goals for the week, for the month, for the next couple of months or quarter. Goals, you know, things that you want to do with the different aspects of your life. I gave you these six examples. Use them as a guide, okay? I ask, what do you want for the, you know, for the for areas of your life? Then set your principles around those goals. Because see, without, without um, vision, without, see, there's no values without vision. Yeah. No values without vision. And it doesn't matter how small the vision is. You need it. You need to set those values in place around that vision. Else it will be hit and miss. Okay? If you want to grow, you know, a professional career, you know, in a space, you want promotion, then you need to apply hard work to diligence. Okay? And in some cases, you just need referrals from, from where you work. Then you need to apply excellence, even timeliness. Okay? So set these goals around this. Set this vision around. You set these um, um, values around your vision. Set these values around your goals. What are the goals for your family? What are your family values? I had a core value for my family. I told you. I painted a picture of how I wanted my home to, to be organized. I wrote everything. I'm not talking about physical organization, no. I knew I wanted a lovely interior, but that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about, you know, I wrote these things down as a single lady before I met my husband. And I kid you not, I'm leaving most of it. I wrote, you know, that I wanted peace and quiet. I spoke about it as a core value. I wanted peace. I wanted peace. I will give you peace. Give me peace. I wrote that, you know, I wrote that I wanted a job. But if the job was too demanding, then I would, if it was too demanding and, and, you know, it didn't help me create time enough for family, family, then I would give up the job for my family. I wrote down that down in my diary and I still have that diary. I wrote it in 2009, 2010. And it so happened that when I worked in Glow, which was such a tasking job with plenty night shifts, the month that I was going to have my baby, I resigned. It was my values. I chose what was important, Right. I chose, it's the same thing I mentioned about my daughter's schooling with the woman in the beginning. And I'd like to say over again that, please, this is not a one-size-fits-all solution. Know what works for you. Identify it. Set your own goals, okay? And create your values around those goals. Even organizations have their values like we do. In the same way, individuals have their values. Because values are very important to the choices and uh, to, your, to your behaviors and decision-making of each organization. So every smart company has their values. And the most times they have it written out and spelt out. Most times. Okay? So like I was saying, one important way to create your values is by having a vision. Okay? Make it an ambition. Make it a goal. Everyone should have this at least. Just a simple expectation 
that you have from the different aspects of your life. You know, if you're a student, do you want good grades? What are the things that would make you get good grades? You have to be committed to your classwork. You have to read, you know, you have to be hardworking with your school. All right. So you set those values. Visions without values is merely hit and miss. Your values will drive your vision. Your vision cannot produce results by itself. Rather, it's your values that will produce the fruits of your vision. Your values is the hard work that you apply. Your values is the commitment to your vision. That's the commitment that you apply. Your values is faith in your vision. Your values is the perseverance that you need to birth the vision. And if you have, you know, a well-written vision, but you lose sight of your values along the way, then still you'll fall into errors. It will end up being a long winding path to your destiny. Okay? So you see, it's all like a marriage. It all comes together for a wholesome ride in this journey of purpose. I need to discover my purpose, unlock my potential. This is one of the ways to do so. Your vision is closely tied to your purpose and your values are the essence, your essence and your authenticity. So if you lose your authenticity, if you lose that thing that makes you you, what then? You're going to be derailing and stepping out of purpose. So you see how important this topic is to you uncovering who you are as a lady of, of virtue and purpose, as an African ambassador, okay? It's very important. Um, I hope that you've really gotten the gist. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> well, this is a long one, but um, your values are very important. They're tied to your existence, tied to your life. So please, please rather, set a vision for all aspects of your life. I identify the values that will make you achieve those visions. Write them down on a journal. Write them upon the tables of your heart too. Know them. It's not just writing them. Write them and see them. I wrote my, my, my own on the wall. Right now I have on my notepad. Okay? Write them. Honor them. And with that, you are well on your way to making less mistakes in your life and living a more successful and fulfilled life. Um, please, I encourage you to look out for the worksheet in the discovery kit and make sure you feel it. I love you so much. I am rooting for your success and I have to wrap up now, but I will see you in the next class. Have an amazing day. Bye.